Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Edwin. Hey, Andrew. Great to have you back in the studio. It is great to be in the studio. I, I like seeing you face-to-face, not through a computer screen. I like it, too. I'm going to give you high marks because we have not dropped an episode yet. Uh, you know, praise God, of text talk, but a lot of extra steps taken in previous weeks to do that, recent weeks, and thank you, sir. Well, you are welcome, and you are really saying that in faith, because we still have a couple of weeks between when this one's going to air and some of those other ones are still supposed to get up. We do a lot of this in faith. We do a lot of this in faith. <laughs> All right, this is a long psalm this week, so let's just jump into psalm it. 35, psalm 35, right? Psalm I wanna, 35. I want to talk about the fact that this is a real-life psalm. I, I think that this, and I know there are other psalms where it puts it in a place in David's life, but I want to see this as this real-life psalm. It's a prayer, I think, in a particular, or, or at least remembering a particular time in David's life, and then making it real life for us. If maybe, it was real life for him, let's make it real life for us. Maybe even a couple of times in his life. Maybe huh? a couple of times. All right, let's yeah. do it. Psalm 35. Today I will be reading from the English Standard Version. Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and rise for my help. Draw the spear and javelin against my pursuers. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be put to shame and dishonor who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and disappointed who devise evil against me. Let them be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them away. Let their way be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause they hid their net for me. Without cause they dug a pit for my life. Let destruction come upon him when he does not know it, and let the net that he hid ensnare him. Let him fall into it, to his destruction. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord, exulting in his salvation. All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him, the poor and needy from him who robs him. Malicious witnesses rise up. They ask me of things that I do not know. They repay me evil for good. My soul is bereft. But I, when they were sick, I wore sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting. I prayed with head bowed on my chest. I went about as though I grieved for my friend or my brother. As one who laments his mother, I bowed down in mourning. But at my stumbling they rejoiced and gathered. They gathered together against me. Wretches whom I did not know tore at me without ceasing. Like profane mockers at a feast, they gnash at me with their teeth. How long, O Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from their destruction, my precious life from the lions. I will thank you in the great congregation. In the mighty throng I will praise you. Let not those rejoice over me who are wrongfully my foes. And let not those wink the eye who hate me without cause. For they do not speak peace. But against those who are quiet in the land, they devise words of deceit. They open wide their mouths against me. They say, Aha! Aha! Our eyes have seen it. You have seen, O Lord. Be not silent. O Lord, be not far from me. Awake and rouse yourself for my vindication, for my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Aha! 
Our hearts desire. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be put to shame and disappointed altogether who rejoice at my calamity. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor who magnify themselves against me. Let those who delight in my righteousness shout for joy and be glad and say evermore, Great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. Then my tongue shall tell of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. Amen. That's a lengthy psalm for us to read. Probably we won't read the whole thing the rest of the every week, day, but we'll, yeah. because it's it's just right past the length that I think we can safely do every day and still be able to talk. So we'll, we'll pick out segments throughout the rest of the week. But it's good for us to read it all in one swoop today. Absolutely. And I want to see this real life aspect of this. I can't prove it. Yeah. But I think... Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty convinced mm-hmm. in your th- own mind, in my own mind, <laughs> that this psalm likely takes place or or is meditating upon the events that we find in First Samuel 24 and First Samuel 25. Are you heading over there? I am. So these are the times when we've got to. Well, of course, David on the run for his life. King Saul is chasing him around, and. Uh, by providence, they end up in the same cave together, unbeknownst <laughs> to King Saul. Very compromising situation. Very compromising situation. You couldn't be more compromised. <laughs> you could not be more compromised, <laughs> really. And David's servants in the cave are like, see here, David, see here. God has given him into your hand. Just go kill him. Just do it now. And David says, no, I'm not going to do that. Saul mm-hmm. is the Lord's anointed. I will not lift my hand against the Lord's anointed. That's right. Saul concludes his business, mm-hmm. gets out of the cave, mm-hmm. and David wants to let him know what's happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the big reveal. Of course, Saul is totally humbled. He can't believe that you know his, his life could have easily been taken him from that moment. Basically confesses, David, you're a better man than I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I appreciate what you're saying here and drawing this connection to this imprecatory psalm. Yes. I guess I just used a 25-cent word there. David would not raise his hand and take his own revenge against his enemy, King Saul, but he continually trusts that God will handle his enemy, King Saul. Well, I think it's probably good that you've gone ahead and thrown the 25-cent word out there, the imprecatory psalm. To imprecate is to curse Mm -hmm. or to call evil down upon. And that that is what's happening here. There are a handful of imprecatory psalms. There there are a lot of imprecatory statements throughout the psalms. Mm-hmm. There are a handful though where the imprecation is is thick enough and deep enough that we often today in our labeling label the psalm as yes. imprecatory. Yes. And this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Some of the folks who label and set apart psalms will say this is the first one. Other folks will say that the first one is Psalm 7. Okay. But depending on how you view it, there are four or five, six, a handful that are full on, as people label them, imprecatory psalms. The reason why I think it's good to go ahead and point that out is because we are looking at a particular point in David's life where we can take this psalm mm-hmm. that is full of imprecation yeah. and then place it beside what's going on in his life. And so we know what he prays. We know yeah. what his meditation is. But 
then we can look and see what his action yeah. is. And look at these events. And I think that's pretty profound. Okay. I think there is more to this, though, in placing this. And if you open up the commentaries, you're going to find all kinds of things about when it could be, depending on people's ideas even about how the Psalms were written. But and David the, had a lot of enemies. David had a lot of enemies. But a lot of folks do put it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think there are some pretty strong connections just in a literary fashion. For instance, 1 Samuel 24 and verse 12, that's where David cries out to Saul, May the Lord judge between me and you. May the Lord avenge me against you, but my hand shall not be against you. So in this, we have two claims. One Mm -hmm. is a legal claim, may he judge between me and Mm -hmm. you. And the other is a militaristic claim, a battle claim. Right. May he avenge. Okay, so here's Mm -hmm. that kind of Mm -hmm. violent claim. The Lord's going to deal with this. Well, that's how our psalm starts. It sure did. You have these words about contending uh, in Psalm 35 and verse 1. Fight against those who fight against me, Psalm 35 verse 1. So I think the New King James says something a little bit different there at the beginning. What what are the two phrases that are used in the New King James? So it is plead with a marginal note that I guess is literally contend. Uh, And then... um, does and then say, fight. Plead my fight. cause. Is that what it says? Yes. Plead my cause, plead, O Lord. Yeah. So the reason for that is because this word translated contend in the ESV is a judicial term. Okay. The the contending is not like, oh, he's a contender in a boxing match. It's mm-hmm. a, there is a contention going on and there is a legal representative who is contending or pleading the cause. Mm-hmm. So the first mm-hmm. phrase is actually a judicial phrase okay and then the second one into the new king james say strive there it says fight oh it does say fight okay yeah, yeah fight. so so we've got the fight and so we've got that kind of battle terminology mm-hmm. we've got the judicial terminology we've got the battle terminology first samuel 24 and verse 9 afterward david also arose went out of the cave and called after him my lord the king yeah when saul looked behind him david bowed with his face to the earth paid homage and david said to saul why do you listen to the words of men and say behold david seeks your harm mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. malicious witnesses as mentioned in psalm 35 and verse 11 yeah, fierce witnesses rise up malicious yeah, witnesses malicious is the idea of people who are testifying against him who are saying mm-hmm. false things about him mm-hmm. in first Samuel 24 17 he said to, this is Saul speaking to David you are more righteous than I for you have repaid me good whereas I have repaid you evil we find mm-hmm. in Psalm 35 12 David just claims they repay me evil for, for good. good yeah and then we've got this interesting play on words in Psalm 35 verses 21 and 22 where he talks about the malicious witnesses who say aha aha our eyes have seen it and then he makes the play on actually Lord you're the, Lord the one who's seen it right, you're the one right. who's seen it but I think it's interesting in 1 Samuel 24 and verse 10 that here we have this idea of the eyes but now it's Saul this day your eyes have seen how the Lord gave you today into my hand in the cave mm. I recognize I'm stretching just a tad because the eyes in all three statements are actually different people's eyes. Sure. But it's that issue of that as David is remembering this event, it's about who has seen what and what have they seen. Here's Saul. You've brought up the fact that it's an imprecation. So David, when he memorializes this, when he meditates Mm -hmm. on it Mm -hmm. in his heart, he wants justice. 
Yes. He, he 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 wanted it at that time. All the men with him wanted it at that time. And and the temptation for David was take it in your own hands. Take this vengeance yourself in this cave. And and David wouldn't do it. And I think that's one of the things I, I hope we can talk some more about some of this imprecation aspect of the psalm as the week goes on, because I know that's a really, really big deal for us. Right. But I think sometimes we miss the idea that imprecations in the Psalms are not just curses, they are cries and pleas for for justice. Yes. And David... For but God to deliver the justice. But David is going to rely on God to deliver the justice. Yes. And I think this is why this is important to also bring in 1 Samuel 25. And I know we don't yeah. have much more time to talk about that, but this is with Nabal and Abigail. Mm-hmm. We can see some very similar connections. David talks in, in 1 Samuel 25 about how Nabal has repaid evil for David's good. good. Yeah. We see the lack of seeking peace, mm-hmm. even though David himself is pursuing peace with Nabal. There are several connections. But what, what's really fascinating is in 1 Samuel 24, we've got the time when David, he, he's he's in the right place, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally. He is not, because Saul's the Lord's anointed. Right, right. He is not going to take vengeance into his own hand. But when you get to chapter 25, Nabal is a fool. He is. <laughs> That's what his name means. You know, the servants call him a son of Belial, this worthlessness, right? And and so he is not the Lord's anointed. He is he not. Is a, he is an Israelite man. And David is going to take his own vengeance. Mm-hmm. He is... He is ready to go. Let him have it. He's going to bring blood guilt on his hand. This is not I'm judging enemies for the Lord. This is I am mad. I have been humbled and humiliated by this man, and I am going to take him out. And it is my own vengeance. It is Abigail who steps in the gap. And, and calms David down. Yeah. And she even points out to him, and remember how this psalm right at the beginning, I want you, Lord, to say, I am your soul's salvation. Mm-hmm. Say that to my soul. Mm-hmm. And Abigail says to David, when all this is done, you don't want there to be any moment that you look back on and you were taking your salvation into your own hands. That's right. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. So what we've got is we've got a moment where David did it right. Mm-hmm. And we've got a moment where he almost went astray, but... But God providentially brought someone into his life that pulled him back. And we find here in the psalm, what is it that David is supposed to do? He's leaving it up to God. Mm -hmm. It's a real-life psalm, and I think the real-life application is when I'm facing my enemies— and when I have these feelings in my heart, I can take it to him in prayer. Yeah. But that's where I take it. I take it to God in prayer. I don't take it to the enemies and try to mete out justice myself. No. Trust in the Lord. Vengeance is mine. I will repay. And it is a great challenge that when we are beset by enemies to leave it with the Lord uh, and trust him. This is going to be great. We're going to talk about this psalm all week. We hope that you tune in and join us. Send us an email. Let us know what you're learning in your reading of the Bible. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. We love getting our emails. Uh, let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for the day that you've given us. We thank you for all the variety that we see in the psalms. Father, they speak to us in whatever circumstance and situation of life we find ourselves in. And certainly as we've seen some of the connections today between Psalm 35 and the situations that David found himself in, the stakes just couldn't be higher as he faced his enemies. And Father, he trusted you and and asked you to act to deliver him and to deliver justice we pray, Father, that while we are always seeking your mercy, we might love righteousness, which is what your justice is all about. And pray, Father, that we might be able to see the day, Father, uh, of your goodness and of your righteousness to deliver us from all evil and wickedness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Let them be like chafe before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them away. Is that kind of like chaff? Kind of. Let them be like chaff before the wind, 